Hey guys, I'm Jess. And I'm Nate. And we are going to tell you all the things you really want to hear for teens. So if there's anything that we haven't talked about yet or questions that you have that you'd like to know about, let us know by emailing us at realadvice4teens at gmail.com. And that's the number four. So once again, realadvice4teens at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe so you can hear our new episodes every week. Hey guys, welcome to another week with Nate and Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded good, right? Say that. You sound, yeah. Sounds so excited knowing that, I don't know how to feel. School starts and, well, at least for us. Next week. I go back next, well, you go back next week too, but. Teachers go yeah. back, not students, but. Yeah, crazy. But I'm excited. I'm excited to get back, like, on a schedule and, I don't know. I had a summer schedule. Yeah. For me, it's just easier to have a schedule. I get things done because I have, like, a set time to do them. And that's, we'll talk a little bit about that today, not completely. Well, I mean, I guess it, that's but... kind of that's kind of what we want to talk about today. That being said, we haven't had an email for a while. Yeah, where are you? Where are you, listeners? Got to email us. And and something else that would be really helpful, like if you listen to this on on uh, iTunes or whatever you listen to it on, because there's so many different platforms that we're on. You even know what we're on. No. iTunes Spotify. and Spotify and Deezer Amazon. and Amazon Deezer? And, and Google. Oh, I've never even heard of that one. Yeah, there's there's a lot. Okay. We're on a lot. Um, if you can review our podcast, yes. it actually really helps other listeners to know if it's worth listening to. Mm-hmm. And write a comment. We'll share your comment. Well, but yeah, but I mean, just getting those reviews out there, they'll really do help let other people know if it's yeah. worth listening to. And that... Like, if this has been good for you, then maybe it could be good for somebody else out there. And then, you know, when school starts, again, like, if it's something that's been helpful for you, like, tell your friends. Because the goal is to try and help as many of you as we can, so. Yeah, let your friends know. Even if it's just, like, one episode that you're like, hey, you really should listen to this. Awesome. Yeah, even just one episode, so. So today. Today, what are we doing it on, Nate? Oh, the five stages of grief. Yeah, right. You never remember those. I'm just kidding. Um, actually, so we, what we wanted to talk about was school, but sports in yeah. school. Like how can and, – and maybe even just any extracurriculars, but specifically sports, like how you can focus on getting through school and doing well at both school and sports. And it, it's so time-consuming when you get into a sport, no matter what it, it may be. Well, yeah, and, like, the pros of being part of a team. So, I mean, this doesn't have to just be sports. This could be band. Well, well, but sports consider anything that's competitive, though. And band has competitions, you know, so it still counts for those kinds of things. Yeah, So. so just, like, how all the good things about being a part of a team and with sports or whatever activity you're in and then kind of how to manage it and just how that can help you in your life. So that's what we want to talk about today. Well, yeah, we f- for real. Um, and many of you guys, well, I don't think I've said on the show, I'm a 
I'm a high school football coach. Um, I'm an offensive coordinator and a head coach for a sophomore team here in my area. Um, and that is so time-consuming, I'm going to say. It is. It's so time-consuming. I am busy. That being said, I mean, we've got like 60 kids on the team right now. Um, and I watch what those kids go through. Um, like we try to make it as fun as possible because they're putting in a lot of work, a lot of time. And you see all kinds of kids. You see kids that um, are the jockey stud athletes that are there because it's in their blood, um, because their dad did it and their grandpa did it and their grandpa did it and so on and so forth. Um, you have the kids that are just super good but don't care. <laughs> you got to love those ones. You have the kids that have never played before. There's always a lot of those. And then you have the kids that don't even want to be there, but they come because their friends made them. And with that, you know, parents made them. I mean, there, there, there's a varied form of of a bunch of kids that go. And it, it's interesting because you look at all those kids and you, you realize, at least I do, the why. The why of why they're there. We, we did that episode on the power of why. Yeah. Um, and, and why we do things is a big, powerful thing as to why we, why we put ourselves through the craziness. Like, like with football, um, we spend the end of all of our practices, we do conditioning, um, really just because we're trying to get them ready for games, for fourth quarter when they're tired, whatever. Um, and so we, con- we do conditioning, and it's rough. Like you do a hard practice, and then you condition the heck out of them, and they're dead by the end. Why do you want to go through that? Why do you want to give up the hours and hours and hours for a few seconds on the field? Like, or maybe it's a few seconds on the court or like, it's just crazy. Why do you put yourselves through that? Yeah, that's a good question. Why? And if you know your power of why with something, an activity you're choosing to do, then when it gets really tough, when it's that fourth quarter, when it's the last 15 minutes of practice when it's ooh for like marching bands when they're in the parade and it's 100 oh degrees outside and they're in their whole garb and get up yes, i mean i yes. feel so bad for them oh but it looks so good it does look good but you know they're dying of the heat well they train a lot though oh i know they, they i think i think honestly the marching band trains more than any football team i've seen yeah so when you're in that moment if you can remember why you started it's going to be easier for you to continue what were your goals why did you start and that could be really good for you before you start let's say you decide to play volleyball write down your why why are you playing what goals do you have for yourself and then remind yourself of those throughout the season for real for sure. Don't you have? Didn't you have your football boys do that once? Yes, yeah, I did. Now, the thing is, with team sports, it it you could have one team using the exact same um, focal points with offense or defense or whatever as another team, and they could lose every single game. Mm-hmm. And the other team could win every game. And a lot of people would say, "Oh, well, they're talent." Or, and a lot of the times, that's not the case. Most of the time, why teams come out and they achieve victory or they are successful is because they have meshed as a team. And that happens when, well, it happens for a lot of reasons, but 
it starts with your why individually. Why am I really here? And then it starts with um, a coaching staff, I guess, that can help that team melt and mold together. Um, and sometimes you don't have good coaches, but you still need, you know, if you want the team experience to be good, the players need to come together. I mean, this is an absolute must. If the players don't come together, it's a rough, it's a rough experience. And I think a lot of the times high school athletes um, and really any athletes that are on the team take for granted the power that they individually have over their team. Um, people, for lack of a better way to put it, people are sheep. When there's a group of people and you, you know, maybe if you're daring enough, go to a crowded area and run over to a place and say, what's that? And see how many people follow you. People will follow each other. It, that, that's just what happens. Um, so if you're on a, you know, in, in a big team group, your actions, your, um, the way that you make it sound important that you, you have team spirit or whatever, other people will start to kind of mirror that. And that's going to actually translate to victories. It, it, it does. Or more success for your team. For sure. So your attitude and your behavior, it can affect everyone else around you be the positive influence when you're down by three points. <laughs> I had to think and about that for a second. You're playing basketball three points with three seconds left. That's a lot, right? Somebody's got to come out and dig deep but and make a shot. But be positive and cheer your team on because that can help them. You can change the attitude of your team just by your attitude. I remember my one son... He was playing flag football. Oh, he would have been in fifth grade, I think. And he, when he got down on himself, he didn't play as well. So there was this one game that I was standing across the field from him, and I started doing silly dances, probably Fortnite dances. Fortnite been out that long? Yeah. Wow. I think I started doing Fortnite dances and I was making him laugh. So then he started dancing and some of his teammates started dancing and then they started playing a lot better just because of their attitude change. So you can be that for your team. Oh, for sure. But I think Nate brought up an interesting thing. He brought up even like if your coach doesn't do that and you have a hard coach, you know, you can be that. But what do you do if you have a coach that you don't like? How do you how do you handle that in sports? Well, I think that's the same as life in general. If you've got a teacher you don't like, if you've got a boss that you don't like, you're going to approach people that you don't get along with or you don't like everywhere you go and on yeah. every turn. And that's why it's so important for you individually to realize your own worth, your own strengths, and what you bring to the table because everyone – bring something to the table. But if you kind of sit back and, and, and can't focus on anything more than I don't like this person, you're never going to reach any potential. Like it's, it's not really going to happen because that person is consuming your thoughts. You're not really able to be where you're at. Um, that's a quote that I love, like be where you are. If you're on a sports team and you're practicing, be at practice, you be there. Don't let other things around you bother you. If you're at your little sister's dance recital, be there. But be where you are. That means like don't be on your phone looking at Instagram when you should be watching your little sister 
do a dance routine you know be there be where you are and have your focus there rather than elsewhere right that's what you're saying no that's exactly what yeah. i mean it's, it's it's a quote that i try to live by because there, there are plenty of things that we could do i think i've mentioned this before but like last school year you know when i was coaching you know obviously i'm a dad i'm a husband i'm a full-time teacher and then i was doing a, an administrative internship and you know like I didn't have a prep period. Like I was so, 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 so busy. And so I just, I really tried to be mindful of every scenario I walked into. Where am I right now? What am I supposed to be doing? And I tried to separate those things out and just, I tried to be where I was. So that quote really became important for me. I really tried to be where I am so that I can show the people around me, whatever it may be, maybe it's a coworker or my wife or my kids, that that person in that moment where I am matters. Yeah, so on the field or on the stage or wherever you are doing your activity, make sure you are there. Be there. Mentally and physically. It's yes. one thing that, to just sit in a chair but actually be there mentally too. That's, I guess that's really what it means. Yeah, and back, back to the coach thing, I think the power of why would apply there too, even if you have a really hard coach. Why did you choose to do it? And what are your goals with it? And remember, if, you are, if you're on a team and you don't like the coach, oftentimes people, adults, children, teenagers, whatever, they'll start talking to each other and then they'll start feeding negativity to each oh, other. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's not gonna help anyone. That's not gonna help you perform better. So rather than seeing the negative, try to see the positive. And sometimes that's really hard. It really is. When there is someone that you, your personalities just clash, it is hard to want to be positive towards that person but the more negative you think about and the more negative you talk about the harder it's going to be no that's, i know like, that's true yeah and nate's been in jobs where he has struggled with his boss and of course like people need to vent for sure yeah and that's different venting is different it is because nate could vent to me and i am not part of the bosses like they're not my boss so that's good he can vent to me but if he vents to someone else who has the same boss as him then they start feeding off each other and it becomes more and more or, negative or worse yet that person uses what you said to give them a leg up and they go and tell your boss I've had, I've, I've had that happen Have before you? too oh yeah yeah, so on if you're on a team, maybe don't vent to them, but vent to someone who's not on the team or to a parent. Because venting's fine. That's great to just get it off your chest. But just be careful with who you vent to because you don't want it to turn into more negative feelings. No, it's true. And also with coaches, think about what their why is. And sometimes it might be hard to do that. But, like, I'm telling you um, – being being the coach you know that I am I might look up I look at my head coach the guy who's in charge of the whole program he probably puts in I don't know 40 hours maybe 50 hours a week 
on top of his regular job, on top of being a dad and everything else too. It is ridiculous how much time he puts in. And the amount of money that he gets to do that, let's just say he's not doing it for the money. He does not get paid very much at all. So the the thing is, is it's like, why is he there then? And I I know why he's there. Like he's there because he he cares about the kids. I'm there because I care about the kids. And in most cases, not all, but in most cases, coaches are there because they care about you guys. They they want to help you achieve some goal. Um, and so they're trying to push you to get there. And sometimes some coaches are just jerks, but they're coming at it from a position of love most of the time. Most of the time. I mean, not all the time. Not, not all the time, but it's just trying to relive their high school years. Oh, that's definitely true. But I think In that little league baseball. I honestly think that that happens more often with youth leagues more than high school leagues. Yeah. So because usually a high school coach has played college ball, sometimes pro ball, things like that. So it's it's different, but not all the time. So. Not all the time. But a lot of this, like, there's time management involved. Yeah. Right. And, and, and trying to make sure that like, oh, I stay eligible as an athlete or as a musician or whatever, but I also need to make sure I'm doing well in school. Right. And that's hard. You have homework. You might have a job. You have this activity you're trying to do. You have school. You have a boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah. It's a social life. You yep. have your family. Yep. Being a teenager, there's really a lot. I remember when I was in school. And I had a job, and I was in school, and... She was the starting center on the high school football team. I wanted to play football so bad in eighth grade. She really wasn't the center, I'm teasing. Yeah, I was not. But I wanted to play so bad in eighth grade, so, so bad. And my mom was like, that's not really fair to the boys, because then they won't want to tackle you. (laughs) And I was like, I guess that's true. And so I didn't try out. But I think I might want to tackle you. I'm just saying. Whoa. Whoa, <laughs> Nate. Whatever. When we play football, that is so true. I could be running with the ball, and it will be like the two hand touch or whatever, and Nate will like shove me to the ground just to make sure I don't make a touchdown. He's giving me this look like, don't say that about me. Not true. Or if we're playing kickball and you chuck the ball at me as hard as you well, can so I get out. That's part of the game. <laughs> it's not as hard as I can, but that's part of the game. Yeah, but it's really hard. I am, I am insanely competitive. He is so competitive. Which so is competitive. why like when I'm playing sports with students or kids on the football team, I don't let them see that side of me. Really? Yeah, because I can be scary. So I, I know. I, so, I, so, so I don't. look in your eyes when you throw the <laughs> kickball. You know, there was a kid. There was a kid. I play kickball with my students at the end of the year. Yeah. And there was a kid who, um, like, you know, I'm pretty, I don't know. I, I know I can run pretty fast. Um, and this ball gets kicked, like, clear out into nowhere. And so I run out and I get it. And he thinks he can outrun me. So I ran from, like, clear out in left field and got into the infield as he's rounding third and he turns and he sees me he looks like a deer in the headlights his <laughs> eyes get so 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 big because he knows that he's caught and I chucked the ball and I hit him and 
it was just like and he broke his leg yeah i just totally he did not no. break his leg but just the look on his face was like oh crap like like there was a bear chasing him or something it was the funniest thing i've ever seen <laughs> and then he told everybody that molar's scary so yeah when molar plays sports you're scary yeah nate's very very competitive i had no idea where we were going with that no idea why do we get off topic this is like my classroom <laughs> well, they asked me like random you brought up how I, I will tackle you, and then I throw the ball at you. So it was a story about how I'm competitive. So I think it was a story about how I. But was anyway, we out were for football. we were talking about time management though, and making sure oh, we manage yes. all of our time and not get off. Usually, task, it's her that keeps right? me on task. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't know. But you've got to learn. So, so here's we, we've talked about this before. Um, you need to have a schedule. We were actually literally just having this conversation with our son tonight. <laughs> um, I don't know if we should share that story. What if? Well, what maybe not that. Listen? Maybe that not whole, not that whole part. But the thing is, is like so. So for me, um, you know, I get on my calendar app. Pick one that you like. Uh, there's, you know, Apple or Google. I mean, Google is a great one because you get reminders most of the time. Schools use Google anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Schedule out the things that you have to do. As soon as you find as out, soon as you, you find out, put them that. on there. Set up reminders. I mean, I've I've got a coaching schedule that's shared through Google um, calendars. And if not for that, I would not know what is going on because there's so much stuff I have to look at the calendar to know. Mm-hmm. And then I've got my school calendar, and I've got my personal calendar, and Jess and I have a family calendar. And it's just it's just it's just how it goes. Um, but the point is that you've got to schedule yourself out. Yeah. Otherwise, stuff will fall through the cracks. You will forget your shift at work, or you won't get that homework assignment done, or whatever. And your mind is going to try to prioritize all of these things, and you're going to try to get them all done. But humans don't work that way. They, they just don't. You've got to have some kind of reminder. And look, moms and dads are great and all, but it's not their job to remind you of what your responsibilities are. They can help with that, but if you want to do some of these, these things and you want to succeed at them, take responsibility and set up a schedule for yourself and get it written down. And then just then say, hey, look, I have this schedule. This is where I have to be. This is when I have to be there. Your parents actually would probably really like that. They would, and that shows them that you're being responsible and they can trust you with more things because they know you will remember you're responsible. You'll keep track of time well, for sure. And it's true. And, and, like, your parents have their own schedules. You know, moms and dads have family schedules, work schedules, um, date schedules, whatever. And trying to remember yours can be hard sometimes too. So... Yeah, I think that's really helpful. And just remembering, like, as soon as you hear about it, put it in. And another thing we do that helps is we go over our schedule at the beginning of the week together. And even if Nate and I don't go over it together, I like to look, like, on Sunday, okay, what do I have going on this week? And that just helps remind me of everything, especially if you're, like a student in school, which I assume most of you are, looking at the week, oh, I have a test this day. 
Yeah. Oh, I have this going on. I have a game well, this day. I have a performance. And that just helps you at the beginning of the week kind of plan out the week a little bit better yeah. than if you kind of forgot about it. Yeah, no, no, that's true. And, you know, like at the end of every night, like right before you go to bed, just quickly look at your schedule. Say, what do I have tomorrow? Yeah. Um, but I would also strongly suggest like if, you know, you're looking at it on Sunday night, like Jess is suggesting, and you see, oh, I wrote down that I have a test Wednesday. And hopefully you do. Like your teachers hopefully will give you warning, right? Then you could say, okay, I need to set aside 10, 15, 20 minutes on Tuesday night, mm -hmm. hopefully longer, to study for this test on Wednesday. Exactly. Like just, you know, you prioritize your time. I promise if you guys will prioritize your time, you'll find that you actually have more time than you thought. It's so easy to waste your time. Like I was sitting on the couch earlier today and I found myself just staring off into space. And I don't, I mean, I don't know how long I really sat there for, but it's just like completely dazed out. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> And that happens sometimes. But the point is, is whether it's just staring at a wall or staring at a screen or whatever, it's really easy to waste time if you don't have it adequated and scheduled out. So For sure. And with that, having a consistent schedule for yourself is going to help. So I'm going to school and then I have practice right after and then I'm going to go home and do my homework. And then I have this like an hour before I'm going to eat dinner and then I have a couple hours. Whatever it is, if it's consistent, that's easier on you. But make sure, please, please, please make sure you put in time for yourself. Yeah, for sure. If you don't have time to read a book or play a video game or hang out with friends or whatever your way of de-stressing and just taking time for you if you don't have time for that maybe you're doing too much you know you need to look at that because you have to take care of yourself first and I know a lot of what we've said is probably not even on the mind of a lot of you guys and that's fine it it, it totally is like be a kid too right yeah. like we're telling you all these adult hacks that have helped us manage our time and really may not be something that you really want to do because I, I remember being a teen and I liked just kind of flying by the seat of my pants. Sometimes I liked saying, Hey mom, I'm going to hang out with my friends. What are you doing? I'm not quite sure, but it's going to be something great. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but I'm just saying like, if, if you're super busy and you have a lot going on, you should try to plan it out just so that you can manage your stress just 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 a little bit more um, and maybe not take it as seriously as we're saying, but at least just schedule out the important things just yeah. ju just the big stuff like I got a test today or unless you don't want to worry about that, maybe it's hey I got practice i got a I got a game this night, you know whatever, but a schedule as strict or as loose as you want to make it is still going to help you manage your time a little bit more. It is. And that will help when you're doing extracurricular activities that take your time. That's going to help you be able to manage school and what other other responsibilities that you have going on. For sure. And I would also say prioritize what's most important. So maybe sit down and say, okay, this school year, because school year is getting ready to start, mm -hmm. right? So look at, you know, write down 
everything that you've got going just as a gist. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, it's like, okay, I got family, I got football, I got teaching. Um, is that it? Family, football, teaching? Really? Wow, things got more simple this year. Cleaning the house? Well, we family, have... football, teaching. No, okay. The house. So then I'm going to prioritize those three things. What's most important? You know, so for me, my family's most important. Um, and actually probably we'll do, we'll do Jess and her own column because I, I mean, family, but so priority. Jess, Jess actually is my number one priority. Her being happy, her, um, she's more important. The kids come second. And, and the reason that I say that is because like, if she's not happy and her and I are not getting along, it's, it, it affects my kids. And if I put my kids before her, that's going to affect her, us, which is then going to affect my kids. So I've got to put her first. Then I'm going to put my kids second. Then I'll put teaching as third before football because football is fun and all, and I love doing it, and I love being able to help the kids with it. But it's more of a hobby um, than if, 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 I'm, if I'm going to categorize anything. So my job has to come before that and then football. And then as things go on, if something happens and – football become get, gets in the way of my job football's got to go because my job's more important if my job got in the way of my family and my family time or whatever then i'd have to look at making some changes there to make sure that my family doesn't have to suffer that's not to say that if my kids got in the way of my wife i'd have to dump my kids <laughs> but i mean i'm just saying like you need to prioritize what's most important so that you can make sure that you put the right amount of time into those elements. Like my family with Jess, I should put more time into Jess than anything else because she's my number one thing. So maybe, you know, 33% of my time goes to her and 33% of the time goes to my kids. And then, you know, the other 33% are split between job and football or whatever. I'm, I'm just saying like the, the thing that has the biggest priority should get more of your time. So. Sleeping doesn't count at night. I don't sleep. Like, you know... Priority me. This 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 being dead asleep snoring right next to me. That doesn't count. This from time. Jess. Like she gets twelve hours of sleep a night. I do not get she, twelve hours. Oh my gosh. Okay. If, if if she gets a wink less than that, she is a ogre. It's 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 an it's ogre? It's bad. Wow, you called me an ogre. When you get less than twelve hours um, sleep. It's eleven thirty two PM right now. And I have to wake up at five forty AM And she'll be an ogre all day tomorrow. Oh, I'll be an ogre. It'll be it'll, it'll be what is it, Shrek Shrek's fifth. We'll be filming that tomorrow. Oh my gosh! <laughs> How mean are you? No, I'm just saying she. I like my sleep. Not her priority. Her priority. Last time I slept. Her priority hours. list though has to have sleep first. I guarantee sleep is first. Before Nate. Before me. Because <laughs> apparently I spend twelve hours sleeping a night. No, she's just not a morning person. Or a night person. And, but she is very pretty, and she needs her beauty sleep, so. Aw. No, it's true. Shut up. It's true. Aw, you're so cute. No, it's just true. It's a fact. That I need beauty sleep because I am pretty? Yes. Or because I'm ugly and need my beauty sleep to stay pretty? You can take that however you want. <laughs> All right, so back to sports. One thing I was going to mention that I didn't yet. Being part of a team can be really helpful in your life it can help you with school because it can motivate you 
oh, I need to get these grades to be on this team. It can help you stay away from drugs or super serious relationships because you need to focus on your team. It's also um, having a team is a protective factor, which this is a little bit health related, but that's okay. A protective factor is something that's going to protect you from some negative behavior in your life. So being a part of a team is a protective factor against suicide, against drugs, against um, dropping out. Alcohol, that's a drug. Alcohol is a drug. Did you know that? I knew that. Why Nate's are you like, asking me? Well, Nate's like telling me to say alcohol, but I already said drugs. I Nobody heard me say that. You just, they just heard, they just heard, they just heard you questioning yourself. Thanks, Nate. See? He was, he was saying that. I wasn't saying that. Anyway, it can help you with all of those things. So even if you are not the best at this activity you're doing, even if you're not going to go to college for it, even if you're just doing it because you're a part your of the team, friends are doing it. It actually has a lot of benefits to you. Being in some sort of extracurricular activity is beneficial to you. As I look back at my high school years, I played the violin. Um, let's see, from sixth grade until ninth grade I believe and in 10th grade I got a boyfriend and I just loved him so much and I quit the <laughs> violin I mean how sad is that I just up and quit and I really think it's because of that and I wish I wouldn't have I look back now that relationship didn't matter it doesn't it's nothing to me now, but playing the violin would be important. And sports, you may not play football in college, but that camaraderie, yes, camaraderie, here I am talking to myself again as Nate's nodding his head, is really good for you learning how to be part of a team, learning to work hard and do things that you may not want to do is going to help you in life no for sure it so there's another quote that i love i i have all these quotes lately but i know How do we you are them? what we repeatedly do i love that quote if you are constantly quitting if you are constantly running away from hard things if you are constantly saying i can't do it that's going to be something that reverberates that's a word throughout your life Jessica always talks about how I have this vocabulary and she has no idea where I get it from. So sometimes I like to tease her about these words that sure, I use. Sure, I don't even know. I read way more than him. Why does he have a better vocabulary than me? It's proven that introverts have larger vocabularies because they actually listen. Oh, so I don't listen. She said it. <laughs> you guys heard it first right here. Oh, man. No, that's, I'm just teasing. Recorded. But... <laughs> But we are what we repeatedly do. So if you are on a team, and it doesn't matter what, or in band or whatever, and oh my goodness, if I were in band, that would be rough. I I am not musically inclined. I can turn on the radio, and that's Nate about Nate has, I was drawing notes today for our kid, so he could name them, because he's in piano lessons. And Nate's like, what are you 
doing? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm drawing notes. He's like, yeah, but that's not a real song, right? <laughs> Nate knows nothing about music, and the, I think it's the, kind of funny. The point but... is, is if I would have done music, it would, or even now, it would be rough. Yeah. But I can guarantee that I'd learn something from it. For and sure. I wouldn't quit even though I would want to plenty of times, just like with coaching, it's been rough. This is my sixth year and I've wanted to quit plenty of times, but it's been beneficial every year. The point is, is do it and don't quit. Push through and stick with it. And remember your why. And look for something to come out of it because something will come out of it and it can be a good thing. And maybe it's to say, I'm not a football player <laughs> and that could be it. But no, something good will but come usually, out of it. But usually it's relationships have, or yeah. there are life lessons that can be learned or If you have that attitude, if you have the attitude I'm not getting anything from this, I'm going nowhere with this. Well, this yeah. is just a waste of time. Why do we even have to practice this long? No, you're probably not going to get anything out of it. We we had this this kid that joined our football team um a couple years back. Um, he was my student in ninth grade and I convinced him to play football. Um, he'd never played football in his life. And I don't know that he'd ever played a sport in his life. Um, and if he had, it hadn't been for a long time. I remember when he showed up to practice and we conditioned at the end, I am not exaggerating. when I say he cried and threw up at every single practice, it was clearly miserable for him and that kid still showed up to every single practice every single game he didn't play really at all that first year um as a junior kind of the same story but he got more playing time and then something changed between about halfway through his junior year and going into his senior year he committed himself to football and that kid um I'm not sure if he broke the school squat record, but he squatted close to the school squat record. And if you would have said, hey, this kid did this, you know, a few years ago, you'd say, really? There's no way. And it was so cool to see that kid. And it's still cool to see that kid. He's a senior this year, watching him push himself day in and day out. And you know, it's, you know, it's hard on him, but he does it. He's really committed himself. He's probably not going to, you know, play any college ball at all out of it. But you can't tell me that he didn't learn how to persevere, that he didn't get something out of it between when he started and now. And sure. you don't know how those ripples, how those experiences are going to reach into the future for him. You just don't, but I guarantee you it will. So. Yeah. So just make sure when you're doing those extracurricular activities, you manage your time, you set your priorities, you have good relationships with people. You're positive about it. And you remember why you started or well, what you want to happen from it or just the positive things from it. And if anything, have fun with it. Yeah. There is still fun in it. Because when you're an adult, there's not as many fun things to do like that. You don't get as well, many experiences. And we make being an adult sound terrible. Look. No, I get great. to I get to drive the car I want to drive. We have our own house. We have, you know, we're not rich, but we have money, you know. It's nice to be able to have that freedom on our own. But th life happens. And 
you don't get to do as many things as you want to do. You don't get to just pick up and go hang out at Walmart at 4 a.m. like I used to as a teenager. You can't do that right now with COVID. It's closed after 11. It's not open 24 hours right now. Yeah. Jess is like, really? It's not? It's still not open? (laughs) No, but the point is, is I remember just as a kid just being able to pick up and do whatever I wanted and sleeping in till noon. Like, oh my gosh, sleeping in for me now is 7.30. It's so hard to sleep in past that time. Like, I just don't want to. I, I, my body just gets up. But, mm-hmm. but the point is, is, you know, like being an adult is great, but enjoy being a kid while you can. Yeah. I mean, you guys are almost bulletproof. And what I mean by that is, is like you're, you're, you're young, your joints are young, like your body's young. I mean, when you're old like us, I mean, I go to bed perfectly whoa, healthy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And like wait, you. Well, like me. She's getting old. She's in her 30s. He's almost 40. But I go to bed perfectly healthy and then wake up injured just because oh I laid God. wrong in bed and I get up, my back is hurt or my leg is hurt or my knee is hurt. It's just part of getting old. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Enjoy this quote unquote invincible time or bulletproof time in your life while it lasts because it's not going to last forever. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe, leave comments and reviews. And then the Instagram. Yeah. We've had a lot of new followers on Instagram. Okay. Well, maybe that's what it is. They're following on Instagram and not sending emails. So They can, can email. You, they can message on Instagram. You can message on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, so if you have questions on Instagram, message on Instagram and we can do your questions that way. I don't even have an – actually, that's not true. I do have an Instagram account. I created it probably 10 years ago and I haven't been on since. Really. So, yeah, I don't really know anything about it. But – message on there send an email for a message but i mean we'd love to get some questions if you have them or um, comments what or, have you enjoyed about it what are you doing in your life that this has helped yeah for sure we'd love to hear comments and then as school's getting started like if there are any pending issues or approaching issues that you have i mean we are happy to talk about anything that you feel is necessary yeah. So otherwise, otherwise, yeah, for real. And otherwise, we'll just kind of step through the school year and talk about things that we feel are pertinent unless you guys help drive us in a different direction. That's kind of the plan. So, And then, yeah, so again, the email, though. It is realadvice4teens at gmail.com, and that is the number four. Right. You yep. can have it memorized by now. And then what we're at, what is it on Instagram? At... Real advice for teens. That's pretty easy. Yeah. Number four. Same thing. Oh, it's the number four? Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. Real advice for teens. Like the email. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, so follow us on there. Leave us a comment or a message. Tell everyone else to follow. We're, mm-hmm. at, we're at 18 followers now. Oh, wow. We're basically viral. <laughs> <laughs> We're basically influencers. Hey, it's all got to start somewhere. No, we just want to help you guys. We do. We hope you have a good week. All right, guys. Tune in next week. Thanks for listening.